You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you back to Cornbread and Caviar, the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Thank you for joining us today for what promises to be an edible experience. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Eat Cornbread and Caviar, and feel free to hit us up at Eat Cornbread and Caviar at gmail.com. I am joined today by my awesome producers. We have the beautiful, voluptuous, resident voice of hospitality gets on my damn nerves, the custodian of truth, my sister, none other than... Maria Renee, good morning, good morning. And we have the phenomenal, never to be underestimated, the pretty boy himself. James Brandon, good morning, everybody. Happy Hash Bash. Happy Hash Bash <laughs> at Ann Arbor, right? Yes. Hey. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is currently walking around downtown Ann Arbor smoking marijuana. Marijuana. I don't do oh. that. Yes. I'm There's saved. vendors and parties and I'm saying weed really? for everybody. Is, is this like a every year thing? It happens every, every year. Every year. Oh. The cops mm-hmm. just look the other way. Yep. It's been like that before it was legal. Yes. So black people can smoke too? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. It's a great, and today's a beautiful day for it since it's going to be, what, and ain't 65 nobody going to jail. today? Ain't ain't nobody's no, going no, to jail. There's no double standard for that this one. That is nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Detroit can't do that. <laughs> and mm. I have a couple, well, one additional special guest. Um, so this is my sister. We went to college together at U of M at Ann Arbor. Go blue, baby. Go blue. And we <laughs> actually drove the blue buses together. I have not seen her in years, but I've seen her trajectory as she's been more and more successful. She is an engineer at Ford and she is awesome. There, This is my sister, Lurie Brown. Hi, everybody. Yes. What up, though? <laughs> and then we have a guest coach, Perry. Okay, so. Let's uh, <laughs> oh, so rude. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do better. Hi, Perry. My best friend is here with us again. Yay. Yeah. Oh, Perry got, got a box for me, y'all. I got a box for me. You got a box for me. I'm actually wearing one of the outfits he styled for me. Um, so, yes, he did a fantastic job. He's very expensive. Not really. He's not expensive, but. You, you, he styled the fuck out of me. And he camouflaged his burly chest. Look at that. See, thank you. That's, that's the whole point. Okay. You know that burly shit has been a very a running. It's been a running thing. It's happened on every episode. Yeah. I, I I'm glad you. to drop I these gems for you all. I just want people to know that you. his chest is burly. It is. That's I always all. drop the good gems. It's called muscle. Huh? No, that's not that's muscle. That's not muscle. I agree with that's you. That's not that's muscle. muscle. It's, it's trying to get there, though. It's going to get there. Of course. Let's talk about your breast. Did you? Let's talk about your breast. I ain't listening. You wear the bra. Today. Everybody know <laughs> I don't wear those. It seems like you're working so out. I'm, no, yes, I am. I do push ups. <laughs> That's a lie. 
I hate you all. Uh, <laughs> I got your back. You look good. Thank, that's my sis right there. That's Boom. the gasser. <laughs> <laughs> Keep her around. She's, she's the gasser. Okay. I despise you. So we're going to move into random question of the day. We're going to start out with mm. my sis, Larie. So we can do our random shout outs. And so you can do a shade shout about it's a shout out to someone you dislike. Or you can do a straight up shout out to somebody you love and adore and you want to just give them some love. So we'll start with you. Uh, my shout out today is going to my auntie Regina. Hopefully, hey, I Regina. will play this for her. Um, she's been holding it down, taking care of my ninety-two-year-old grandmother yes. wow. Wow. full time. Yes. Come on, so auntie. that's my shout out for today. And then I got a shout out her husband too, Uncle Nate. He be you know that backbone. Yep, 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 yep. So they hold it. me down. Congratulations for being an amazing individual, Uncle Nate and Auntie Regina, because taking care of an elderly is a very takes a very special person. And mm, you know, amen. Helping to take care of my grandpa when he was still living was a chore, but it was a chore that I would not trade. So it's a uh, labor of love. So that's yes. awesome. Shout amen. out to Auntie amen. Regina and Uncle Nate. Yeah. Awesome. Who wants to go next? Winky. Oh me. Yeah, you. <laughs> um, I just want to shout out because it's the reason that I'm here in the city. Yeah. For my niece. Yeah. She was born two weeks ago. She's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl. I love her. And we just had a moment yesterday, so I'm already the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Over her mother. Wait. Over her mother. Wow. Give a shout out to her and her mother and my sister for having her. Hey, Paige. Know. Yes. Aww. Well, she's in yeah. in the city. She can come be on a podcast. I'd rather have her on a podcast than you anyway. Um, okay. Did, did um, you do a photo shoot with the baby? You guys doing a photo I shoot when you come here? Fo- well, I did do a well, No, I didn't do a photo shoot with the a baby. A full photo shoot. No, no, no. I'm surprised. No, I didn't do a photo shoot this time. It was just an in and out trip, so I didn't have time for all that. Yes, in and out. Come he on. likes in and out. Um, He's cool. so expensive. Well, wonderful. I do. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. He is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> right, because if you can go in and out like that, when I go, Somewhere. I'll be there for a minute because yeah. I, I want to enjoy the fullness. But okay, oh, you I say how long you here? Oh, I'm leaving Sunday night. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, oh, okay. Just in and out, you know. All right. Quick trip. Maria, shout out. Um, who am I shouting out? Let's see. This is unlike you. Right, she always has somebody to I shout out. I always have somebody to shout out. Just shout out to the crew. Okay. Know. Hey, we, we appreciate that. Yeah. Are we the crew? We not the crew. Okay, no, <laughs> I, I just thought we were the crew. My bad. I'm sorry. No, shout out to the crew. Who's oh, the crew? and come on. You know, I had baby K. Kamari. I had Kamari for a couple of days. How so did that she, go? You know, we get we getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we get we get we gonna get it together. We you know me and her is is bonding more, so that's good. Okay. Um, she learned. Your I'm limits. not her favorite yet. Okay, oh. yet. I like that. She looks like me, though. Okay. So, because her mama was mad at me the whole pregnancy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did she learn your limits and what she, she, Auntie will and won't tolerate? Oh, yeah. She getting it. Okay. She, Daniel already know, but but Kamari, she getting it together. So, shout out to, to Baby K. Shout I'll out to Baby K. I'll probably see her today. Yep. Aw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, aw. One of my plays is calling. I can't answer. Sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> so... 
James Brandon, shout outs. I would like he, to shout he, out. Himself. No, not <laughs> right. myself. Not always, today. And not always no. himself. I was ready to. I want to shout myself. No. Okay. I am shouting out Orlana Lily Russell, my best friend. It was just her birthday a few days ago. So Aww. I'm excited to see you when you come into town next month. And happy birthday. She's coming to town. Happy birthday. Yes, she is. Amazing. She Gotta is. take some birthday Her and her shots. man. All oh, right. Her now. and her man. Mm-hmm. You know it's a different atmosphere when the man comes. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a different level. They oh him that's just my <laughs> <laughs> you know that's just Bay. That's just my baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Bay. That, that's <laughs> just Bay. Um, I'm going to take my shout out today a shout out O'Brien who's in the studio with us this is Winky's roommate and he's here all the way from D.C. he came mm-hmm. to support the show and support of course Yay! the baby so hi O'Brien O'Brien I give my shout out to you today he's sitting over there chilling you comfortable okay good he's not mic'd up but he's comfortable so he's good <laughs> so that's where my shout out goes and this studio is hot or my hot that's because you in here boo it's a lot of layers you <laughs> thank know? you Larry. <laughs> See, Larie had the right idea. And uh, then you come in with your evil. The no, devil stay the bu- Don't the devil stay busy? The uh, devil stays busy. You don't stay busy, busy on this way. Oh. He says just a lot of layers. It's just a lot of layers. <laughs> you know? right. I'm going to take this knife in my pocket. See, now that's the devil being busy. And I'm just going to just jab you and twist. I'm just going to stab and twist. Stab see, and twist. See, you want to inflict harm to me. Why? It's love. That's oh, that's love. That's love. I don't want your love. Mm-hmm. I mean, abusive, take but it it's back. Love. I don't want it. Nope, you get it. You earned it, baby. <laughs> shout out to Starbucks. I got this amazing tea. Mm-mm, don't shout them out. Please stop shouting them out. Mm-mm. Are we still mad at Starbucks? Yeah. Okay. And Have you, they cut you, you a check some? yet? You're right. You Thank know you. What? you. Bleep that out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're right. Okay. See, that's why. I love, that's why I love my friends. They keep me real and honest. Let's mm-hmm. go. I'm gonna unshout them. <laughs> what they do? <laughs> But I'm gonna shout out the tea that I'm drinking from an unknown company. They don't like brown people. Starbucks don't like brown people. There are some incidents uh, that occurred. Um, a couple of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A few of the incidents oh. occurred that were. And that's not really like you. I'm surprised because yeah. you don't like to put your coin where you know. I don't typically. Um, they've been getting Starbucks every episode, so until, I didn't know see. until James opens up his coffee shop, but then, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you open up a beach? No. 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 Okay. That's important. We need to advertise. No. No advertisements yet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for pointing that out, Winky. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. I wish that fan was on. Okay. So, we're going to move on to our random question of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Is this an exciting time? No. It is exciting for me. I enjoy doing random questions. But uh, apparently nobody else does. No, we don't because really. Don't bore me, okay? <laughs> you tend to be. You are surely about to be. No, you're not gonna be bored. That's not true. It's more of a. You gotta be open and free, and you know, just just let your soul glow. Right? Open like your home. Oh, wow. <laughs> not gonna even address that. Okay, so here's a question for you guys. <clears throat> what is the dirtiest fantasy you've had at work? About a coworker, Mm-mm. if at all, <laughs> this is gonna get some people in trouble. Okay, so I'm gonna take this, and it was at not at Ford, at my old job, and I had a fantasy about my boss, but I guess I was just being hormonal, like PMSing. 
<laughs> and like I could not look at him the same. He wasn't like attractive to me. He was a white guy, you know, frumpy looking, real <laughs> thick, you know, losing the hair. And you wow. are not painting an attractive picture. I don't know why, picture. but he was just giving me the business the night before, and I, you know, I'm not even in the dude, so it's kind of like, okay. Can I ask you what the business was he was giving you the night before? That sounds interesting. Man, Let's go there. No, that's all we. That's all we got time for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Maria. I have not. You have not had any? No. Maria, don't lie. I'm not lying. Wow. You're mm. boring. Yes. You're boring. <laughs> James. Sorry. I don't have one either. You people. Mm-mm. You people. That's my racist statement today. You people. <laughs> I don't understand. If you don't work with someone that you are attracted to, exactly. then why would wait, you wait, have wait. a fantasy? I wasn't attracted fantasy. to him. <laughs> it, it was, was just, just a like fantasy. You don't have to be attracted. In my subconscious, yeah. I've yeah. never had a conscious or unconscious ugly. fantasy about so anyone So you never had a customer with. come into your job that you were like, ooh, shit. You said you said co-worker. I did, but let's make it For the purposes of the podcast, if I say a co-worker, be creative and just take it outside and say, okay, maybe it was a customer. And you never had a patient that you thought was sexy. A patient? Yeah. They're dying. Really? Really? They're hey, sick. You, you might be into that. <laughs> no. Okay, you're boring. <laughs> you're not sexy. See, this is why that random question is nope, not random okay. Question is awesome. Thank you, Brandon. Love, love, Thank you. Love the random question. Winky. I'm saved. Come on. By what? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. With whom? Excuse Ooh, yes. me. Is somebody going to listen to this? That don't you, you doubt my father. Ooh, <laughs> I don't yes. doubt him. I doubt you. Because you're you, flesh. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. I'm saved. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. What about that one time? Never mind. I won't do that. Ooh. Tell me. <laughs> Were you really about to go there? I was, but I want you to tell us something. I don't have anything. This is stupid. He said I'm saved. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All y'all going to make me do is, is just go to it. another question. Just it remove w- it. It won't be removed. <laughs> just remove it. Okay. New random question. What's uh. your favorite way to be seduced? Now, everybody has one of those. What is your favorite way to be seduced? We're going to have a random question until you answer mm. the question. What's your favorite way besides being thrown into the wall and choked? I just throw that ass back so you can catch it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, Maria, what's your favorite way to be seduced? I'm saved. <laughs> now she's saved. Now she's saved. <laughs> now she's saved. Oh, Come on. Come on. I am saved. Okay, so you've never had sex. <laughs> I don't think that was the question. Though. I mean, because being seduced <laughs> leads to sex, and if you're a virgin, I could buy that. But I happen who to know who is seducing. It doesn't who? matter. Oh, it, whoever okay. is in your mind that seduced you very yes, well. Yes, the Holy Spirit seduced me. <laughs> Ooh, wait a minute. Yes, <laughs> wait a minute. And rain down it. all these blessings my rain way. Down. Oh my God! Yikes! <laughs> James, what's your favorite way to be seduced? Food. Ooh, oh, that's oh, a good like one. that kinky stuff with food. I like that. Some whipped cream and some strawberry. Okay. Conversation too grown for me. I don't wow. like none of this. But just a couple gonna have to episodes go on my ago, I am clutching my pearls. I said I'm gonna have to go on my mom's phone and unsubscribe. So she doesn't <laughs> listen to this. Tt is not gonna listen to this part. Yeah, she She's gonna will. skip right past her motherly instincts. Gonna make her skip past this part. <laughs> I enjoyed the kissing part. You know, the kissing. And the touching and the caressing, and then let it slowly build into something real nice. Are you a sloppy kisser? 
No, that's nasty. I hate that when it's be like kiss you and slob all on the side of your face. You're like, bitch, what it you It can just... be very aggressive, though. Just mm. if like Sometimes in the moment. Sometimes it's good. You really be kissing people? It's real that passion. Doesn't... You what? Passion. You Who? kiss people? Who? <laughs> and he eats Do booty. I kiss people? And he eats booty. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> When I like, I grow up, I'm gonna I'm gonna come talk to you. Please, you grow up. do you, you? Oh, you don't kiss people. I don't, you don't you kiss are so people. You be, you be kissing people in the mouth. Okay. I read the word. Okay, I'm gonna tell you one. Let me tell you something. I'm not gonna say what who, but this heifer right here called me in the midst of some things that she was doing. She was completely nude. All I saw was her head. And I saw the top part of her cleavage. She is naked in the process of doing some things. I know uh, for a fact. I was in meditation. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's what they call it. But now. there's another oh, person wow. in the background, though. What happened with that? What other person? Y'all was doing yoga? Uh, it was Meshach, Reshach, and the Rilla Goat. <laughs> and the Rilla Goat? there the he Rilla was goat? in the midst. <laughs> Wait, who was the Rilla Goat? <laughs> oh, so you was with Jesus. Okay. All right. All okay. right. Hey, hey. All right. All right. Do I, I get to answer that one? Yes, please. Absolutely. Right now, I love the way my woman looks at me. The look. The look. Just the look. She just gives me this beautiful. look. She just give you that look, and the panties she come on. She gives me that look. <laughs> I, love I love that. that. And just give me. I just, love just that it. look. Be like, oh, shout out to my baby. <laughs> She gave me yep. that look. I wish I could she see. She gave me one. that same look last night, but I had some work. <laughs> you were like, sorry, babe. Just put it up on right, rain check, rain right. check, rain check, rain check. <laughs> wow, y'all should have saw the way that uh, Perry just imitated taking off his panties at the imagination at his thought of the look. So I, that was interesting. I really put that into no word. It happens sometimes. You it, know? it does, absolutely. Okay. okay. Now, see, I think the second random question was a lot better because you guys actually answered, it, except for Maria Renee. I still need to check it out. Nope. You should get your own podcast then. I have one. Okay, great. I should plug it. What here. is it? And <gasps> it's the Nine podcast thank you. Oh, high yeah. five yeah thank you it is really cool actually yeah. and I love his co-host more than him okay oh. so uh, we're gonna move into our brown brilliance and so this person was born in Basilan, Ohio and she's the youngest of four children um, she's a child of a healthcare aide and a school board member mother and a factory worker and janitor for a father uh, this brown brilliance recipient earned her BA in poli in 1984 with honors from the amazing University of Michigan at Ann Arbor. I thought that would be kind of cool for us. Um, She also attended law school, but her brother had a lot of legal issues early on, but that's not why she attended law school. She attended law school because she wanted to have financial independence. I hear that. We're not going to let our family bug us down. Okay. She matriculated at University of Chicago Law School, where she was awarded a full scholarship. That is amazing. Amen. After graduating law school, she became a practicing attorney at Meyer Brown a Law Firm, and eventually she entered the public sector as assistant United States attorney for the Northern District of Illinois. In 2002 until 2004, our recipient was appointed chief administrator of the Chicago Police Department office of professional standards in this position she was charged with investigating possible uh, cases of police misconduct including police shootings and of civilians which is awesome um and then in 2015 when mayor rom emmanuel appointed her to uh, replace a 19-year incumbent demetrius carney as president of chicago police board the board's main responsibility is to make recommendations for or against disciplinary action or of certain uh, disputed cases of police misconduct 
And after being appointed to another two-year term in 2017, our recipient came into a public conflict with Mayor Emanuel, uh, then mayor, with regard to his handling of attempts to reach the police reform deal with, uh, pres uh, not President Trump, but his administration in the Justice Department. So though she initially denied rumors, our recipient eventually made a run for mayor, citing several reasons for entering public service, including a desire to represent the African-American community, a sense of injustice based on the murder of a family member by a Ku Klux Klan member in the 1920s, and her oldest brother's struggles with the law. So now she's back in with her, her brother, like, okay, I need to help you now. So with that, I want to pay homage to the first African-American openly gay mayor of Chicago, none other than Mayor-elect Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> I think that's dope. She's married. They have they have a kid, I think an 11-year-old. Um, I think her partner is a stay-at-home mom, so I think that's awesome. Um, that's beautiful. Mayor Lightfoot, hey, hey, we about to tag you up in this and come to Detroit or we'll come to you, do a little podcast. Let us learn from you. I think that's awesome. Openly gay and just educated. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. It's amazing. I think it's so. amazing. Mm -hmm. so, um, so today's topic is pretty deep and actually recorded a show about this several not quite this particular topic but about brown people in corporate america but we're actually going to talk about the plight of the woman the brown woman in corporate america and my sister larie here wanted to come and be a part of this episode because this is something that is deep and very important so what are some of the challenges facing our brown sisters like facing like what are they facing in corporate america today just from your perspective what do you see as an an issue in corporate america for brown women so one of the first things that i saw coming into corporate america was the whole angry black woman thing is real are you angry no i'm not angry but i'm not always in so. the mood like you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm not a morning person and it takes a while for me to actually like wake up and adjust so if you approach me at the wrong time i'm not going to give you the positive smile and response <laughs> that you might want i'm going to be very short with you and you're going to have to come back later and I, <laughs> come back. please leave a message thank you <laughs> yes pretty much i mean i've been very vocal with all my supervisors about that like hey, you know, I'm not a morning person, but if you require me to be here before 11, then, you know, that's <laughs> what you're going to have to get. Um, I just find that sometimes you, like, don't want to smile because you've just been disrespected in a meeting and you're going back to your desk and somebody be like, it's not that bad, smile. It's like, maybe I don't want to smile right now. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Mm. So definitely trying to combat the angry black woman kind of stereotype is very hard, especially when you're not working with many other black women because it's like, you're the only example that they see. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's, yeah, and I think that the stereotypes come into play at that point because everything that they see on the media is what we, all brown people, and particularly women who have a double strike, brown women particularly because you're brown and then you're a woman, right? So it would be, you know, thought that at least the, a white woman has a better advantage because she's a white woman. Um Maria Renee is a white woman. She has more advantage than you do in society because she's a white woman. So, um, well, you taught me to 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 play on that at work, and sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. Um, working in the healthcare, I find that it's our women that is the toughest. Mm. What do you mean? Um, they get in a certain position of of uh, leadership mm. Mm. 
and they're worse than our white counterpart. Wow. So you have to pull sis to the side and be like, look here. <laughs> it's bad enough I got to deal with them. I don't want to deal with them and you too. Get it together. Mm-hmm. Get it together. Absolutely. Today. And a lot of I know that a lot of women, especially in male dominated industries like and maybe you'd agree like automotive that's a male dominated industry yes white male dominated and a lot of brown people particularly brown women get into these positions and they're they go hard almost to the extent where it's reverse racism because yes. i had a a boss the boss of the boss at my former employer who um, i shall not name and uh he was he was great at what he did, but he was an asshole and he treated the brown people a little bit worse than he did the white people, I mm-hmm, thought. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was really jacked up because the reverse racism happens for real because now you want to be, you've made it to this upper level. So you want to make sure that you maintain and keep your money coming in. So you have to assimilate. Mm-hmm. And it's in assimilating, you end up being um, like racist white, some racist white people. Not all white people are racist, but there are some. And then also all white people don't have the the mind to uh, look at us outside of the stereotypes that you might see. So, you know, I, it, that that's a very stressful, frustrating thing just in general. So, I mean, you touch on a good thing, too, because sometimes when you are disrespected in the workplace, you have to question, like, did you just disrespect me because I'm black or did you just disrespect me because I'm a woman? Like, do you not value my opinion? And it's always... You always have to be like, well, how can I approach you now? Because do you have some other bias or motive or you just don't like me as a person? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then you are discounted because of those two things, because you're a woman and because you're brown. Um, I don't know. Perry, what's your experience like as a brown woman in the workplace? <laughs> I'm going to take this mic off and just beat you with it. <laughs> I was talking about stabbing a few minutes ago. Do you talk about this not I love? Know. I, have, I have to get the love back. Okay, I, and you know, I will. Well, what's your experience? Um, not that you're literally a woman, but you are very uh, gender non-conforming. So I think that's pretty um, awesome that you feel comfortable being yourself and. I'm going to be myself regardless. Absolutely. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people would Mm -hmm. actually venture out to say that, you know, you're more effeminate. So people might view you as not a man or whatever. What do you say to that? How do you, what's your experience? I mean, in your industry, it's okay more so. Yeah, my industry is fine. But um, when I was in corporate America, I mean, I really didn't give a fuck. (laughs) I didn't give a fuck about anybody else, honestly. And I I did me, but I I could see that it did have like a negative connotation behind it with me doing that because... I am black and then also being gay and then that's just, you know, a double stab. So I, I can see how it can be the same as far as within mm-hmm. her situation and her being black and being a woman, how it's like the same type of role, but it's just cool. reversed. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I've also um, noticed that there is not a lot of representation of brown women um, at the tops of corporations. There's not a whole lot of it. Now, you do have I want to give a shout out to Rhonda Davenport Johnson. She's an executive vice president with a local bank and um, Gail Perry Mason. She's a director of investment. Love her. her. She's awesome. And then we had Ursula Brown. Um, Wait, did I say the wrong name? Oops. We have Ursula Burns. Excuse me. Ursula Burns. She was the CEO of Xerox for quite a bit of time and I thought that was amazing she grew up uh, poor but then she climbed her way up the corporate ladder it was bomb as hell at her job right so and they're still talking about her today so uh, what do you think are like barriers particularly for brown women in the corporate world 
Um, well, one of the barriers is you don't have, you have to like seek out your champions and your confidants. And sometimes as you go through the, your seasons, those people change because sometimes they are, I won't say jealous of how you're moving. Um, I worked for Ford, uh, worked for Ford for a little over three and a half years. And my dad worked for Ford for 44 years. Mm -hmm. So at first I didn't like that everybody knew that I was Joe Brown's daughter. And I would like be like, if somebody asked me, I'd be like, no, or who told you that? But <laughs> it gave me the advantage because I got to meet a lot of people who rose up and who were presidents, vice presidents of the company that somebody at my low level wouldn't meet. Yes, so because of the they, legacy right, of that. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So once they come into the facility, like I actually had a vice president come into the facility. He was being taken on a tour and he saw me across the line and he stopped his tour and came over to talk to me like singular, just one on one. And wow. I just like was looking over his shoulder and I seen all these looks. Jealous. Right. Because they're like, <laughs> how does she know this vice president? Right. And yeah. it's like, you don't know, like necessarily my business. And I was like, man. So I just remember going home telling like telling my friends about it is like i've just created so many more enemies because now they know <laughs> that i know these people so yeah and that's a, honestly that that's i guess you would call that nepotism in some way mm. because you're right the legacy of your dad the one that he left there is one that you can actually help with and i mean rise from as well as putting forth your own effort and being skilled on your own, which is great. And a lot of non-minority people have that legacy that they can ride on. They come out of college with like high paying jobs immediately, whereas we don't because we don't have our people right. in those positions right. to help us out. But you did. So shout out to your dad for that. Like shout out. Um, That's one of the reasons why he actually didn't want to retire. Because when I joined for he's like, I'm going to slingshot you as far as I can to the top because he wanted me to be more successful. But for me, it also adds a pressure because now mm. – People Perfection. are always watching me. I can't mess up, can't show too much aggression or too much emotion just because I'm not sure who's watching me and what conversations are happening behind my back, but I know people are always watching me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. that, that is a lot of pressure, but a good pressure. I guess it's kind of like the pressure that squeezes a lemon and makes lemonade. Yeah. Right? So that's, that's actually Pressure makes good. diamonds. Boom. Pressure mm -hmm. makes diamonds. Mm -hmm. Maria... You're un unbelievably quiet this morning, which is great for me. <laughs> but for our <laughs> listeners who love you, because um, we have quite a few, mm -hmm. tell us about your experiences as a brown woman in the workforce. Um, I have to pretend a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, pretend how? I can't be urban. Ah. Um, I'm very Caucasian at work. Give us your Caucasian voice. Mm -mm. Come on. <laughs> I'm with my people, so I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of got Southern Bam on me just now. No, but I mean, you have to conform. I, I'm praying that one day we won't have to. Um, I was talking to a guy recently, and he was just like, when will we stop wanting to conform? When will we just be us and have our own? We don't have to stop worrying about being what they want us to be. Stop worrying about if we can fit in with them, if we can do what they do, and just simply be us. Because honestly, they mimic what we do anyway. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So, absolutely. Do you code switch at work? I was just about to talk about that. That's awesome. Code switch. She does. What is that? What you just talked about. Basically, you take on the mannerisms of the dominant culture, so you speak more 
proper as they would oh, say. Yeah. I'm, I make, I that's a the lot pretending of people you do. Yeah, I do. I, I make a lot of people. And that's shit. what even your friend is talking about. Like, because I even code switched. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I it's my environment, but I'm trying to make people who don't understand me be comfortable with who I am. And that's not cool. I don't want to make people feel comfortable in my environment. You either, you got me here because I have a skill set and I don't want to make you feel comfortable with who I am. I don't need to feel comfortable with who you are. We just need to be comfortable respecting one another. Well, so. I mean, I'm, I'm tried on a daily basis only because, you know, when you're dealing with people, it's even harder when you're dealing with people, loved ones, and um, they're used to, to dealing with them a certain way and they expect you to do so too. But I have to tell everybody all the time, I am. I was hired and state certified for a reason. Boom, bam. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. shut it down. At any given time that you feel like I'm not doing um, a decent job with your loved one, I suggest strongly <laughs> that you come in and help. <laughs> strongly. And, and if that's going to be a problem, I have no problem giving you my supervisor's card. That that's true, <laughs> and that's deep. That's a very true statement. Like, like I'm literally, I, I can take the constructive critiques. I can take, but a lot of times they'll look at you um, and say, "Oh, this is a brown person, so I'm going to make." I have all these subconscious stereotypes going on in the back of my head, so I'm going to treat her differently because of who she is. So mm-hmm. automatically, as a brown woman, they're going to think you're lazy, you're angry, you're whatever these things are. Even what you know you said earlier, they're going to think about you as a different kind of person, where it's really not who you are. So. Mm-hmm. You're working. Oh, they pay you the big bucks. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I'll just stand in the corner. Um, no, I'm not getting paid any big bucks. But this is your mother, your father, your daughter, your son, and they will prefer your affection more than mine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So get on over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Like what? You're a stranger. You're a professional helping them with the healthcare process. Right. And that's another thing. Like just in the workforce in general, your work is. It's it's judged on with a microscope with a microscope and it's judged on intangible things that are not really related to the work. Mm-hmm. You're right. being judged on um, who you are in your character uh, versus just your work ethic. And if your character at work is just quiet, but doing a great job, that's fine. But then you have to do all these extra things mm-hmm. and, you know, go out and hang out. Let's get drunk together. And then, and then Pookie and Ray Ray coming here with their antics. <laughs> and then there you then go. You gotta, you, then you got to flip it and turn it back to us. If Look, Uncle Day Day, don't come back in here no more. <laughs> don't come back in here no more telling me about he had three cigarettes yesterday. We already know that. <laughs> Buy me some Lucy's. And, they some look, Lucy. and I know they look at me like I'm crazy because one minute I'm Rebecca. <laughs> and then the next minute I turn into Felicia. Don't come back up in here. Not <laughs> a day on another time. Her. I'm not playing with you, bro. <laughs> Straight up like that. You're so, you're so banji. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah, because is. you got you to gotta be like that with our people. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I really dislike it. I, I do too. I really do. I strongly dislike it. But I we do. have culturally have our way of communicating, and that's yeah. that's cool. And that still does not give a majority race uh, who largely has the positions and the titles and the jobs or whatever to judge us based on those things. Because fortunate for you, I know how to communicate with my people. Because if you say this to them, mm-hmm. you're gonna get lit up real good, mm-hmm. and I don't want that for you. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And then another thing is we kind of get tied up to other people of color. So, you know, you as a brown woman, Laree, for example, you're very educated by one of the best universities there is. Um, Leaders and best. Okay. Okay. Hail to the victors. Although we're not doing that great with sports right now. Um, <laughs> hey, my degree doesn't change. It does not. It does, right? Huh? I steal all the money. I steal all the money. 
Um, but we talk, so automatically a lot of people have the generational wealth in their families, right? So we got people who uh, they got generational wealth that was passed down, and some of that generational wealth literally goes back to slavery days, right? Mm-hmm. And then us, we got somebody in the projects, we got somebody that's you know on drugs. We got you know not that everybody doesn't have an issue in their family, but we are tied to other people of color who are not doing that well, and we are actually judged based on that too. But not that we go around saying, yeah, my cousin is blah blah blah, but it. It happens. And they don't have that testimony necessarily, but we do. And then have you ever had an issue where um, you were told to kind of bring it down? Don't be don't be such a shining diamond. Like mm. maybe right, you're right. Oh, actually, <laughs> before my dad retired, one of his coworkers, we were working on a launch together. And he didn't appreciate how during the meetings I would ask for data or push him harder to basically prove his point because he was asking for a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't really required. So he saw my dad in the hallway where they worked and said, uh, you need to tell Loretta to tone it down. And he said, you do know Loretta's my daughter, right? So why do you think she's not toning it down? Like, it's not like she doesn't know what she's talking about. So he came and shared that with me. And I was like, you know, cause it seemed like every time I would get into it with him, I would bring up an idea. He would slam it down. Like, he would bring up something, and I said, okay, can we compromise? Can I meet you halfway? It was like, no, his way or the highway. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely had that in the workplace. Was he a, a, a leader? The, the, the co-worker? The, yeah, was he a leader or he's... He was more of a, hey, I've been doing this this way for so long that I'm not going to get my way, right. Was yeah. he a brown person? No. Okay. So he was your competition, basically. Not, I mean, he was from a different org, so we all have objectives. Like, we all have to work together to launch the vehicle, but he was from material planning and logistics, and I'm setting up a workstation, and I'm saying, hey, you can't have all this material on the line because it's not going to fit. Yeah. And he's saying, well, I need it on the line because I need six hours of stock. And it's like, well. Store it. Right. you got to put it somewhere. <laughs> put it That's what we have forklift <laughs> operators for. Duh. That's right. To bring it out, you the know, first every day hours. First out. So we right. don't get rust and waste and all that good stuff. Exactly. So every time I would bring up something, I would be like, okay, here's the standard. Like, this is the reason why I'm voicing this opinion is because my so you, organization has standards. You're presenting a policy and a standard exactly. to this person. But yeah. because... It sounds like because of who you are, maybe because you're younger, a brown person, a woman, whatever the case might have been, you were still discounted exactly. all because. Exactly. Oh, yeah. First of all, don't ever be an educated African-American. Don't you ever do that. that that's that's the worst thing ever. Oh, she has knowledge, too? Right. <laughs> and she's a woman? <laughs> oh, Lord. Here we go. Not to mention the knowledge transfer you have from your dad's forty four year year long career. Yeah. Yeah, They they don't Mm -hmm. like you educated. They can speak your mind. They do not like that. So Mm -hmm. I was always born with a business mindset, but I was always taught, especially at the University of Michigan, is let data drive your decisions. Boom. So that's why I'm trying to bring to the table is hey, here's the data and here's the standard. We have standards for a reason and if you need a deviation from the standard, then there's a process for that. Yeah. Mm I mean, how much sometimes, I mean, I don't know how it works at four, but I know when I was at that company, I shan't name, but, you know, too much stock on the line, you could end up with an issue where, first of all, it's not managed right. Then stuff starts rusting out. So now you have scrap. Exactly. And that costs a lot of money because you don't stamp out Or something gets parts. damaged. Damaged, right. Right? Just not where it's supposed to be and because people are trying to work. And honestly, I get it. No, nah, I don't get it. Let me not lie. I don't get it because I know material handlers at the other company, um, they're just trying to get stuff done so they can sit. And be idle and right. be paid for that, exactly. which is frustrating, right? And then it turns out that the material handling management, they don't ever want to actually 
um, manage manage their people. Exactly. They're afraid to manage their people because the union is strong in automotive. The union is very strong in automotive. Yes. And what I learned quickly was develop relationships with the union. Yes. Right. Hey, look, I'm going to scratch your constituents back here, but this is what happened. I want to let you know this is what happened, but I'm going to look out for them. And so help me out, okay? The and other then, thing, too, is there's more of us as operators than in salary. So absolutely. it's kind of like when they see you walk in the door, they're like, oh, my goodness, we are mm -hmm. so proud of you. What do you need me to do to help you? Because I know how they act. Right. So it'd be sometimes where I don't necessarily know the answer, but I can talk to them and I have a relationship just because of my skin color because they don't usually see yeah. somebody in my position mm -hmm. coming to try to help. Yeah. So they're willing to break their backs or they know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody on the other line. Right. They can tell me what's going on. Right. And they will because literally you get your people. People that that's the, they're like your eyes and ears on the ground, right? And they'll come tell you all the business, like, okay, this was going to. Oh, really? Thank you. And then you can use that information to be more successful. But then you also have people in that are on the line, look like us, but then they hate on us too. So right. it's, it's not just other people hating on us; it's us hating on us as well, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Has anybody like really experienced an issue where you had your own like trying to hate on you? I don't know if you. I don't know if anybody ever had that experience. Have has anybody? Yeah, that's all the time. Mm. That's that comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. That's just our mindset. Why we have to change it? Why I don't know. It could be a part of the upbringing, yeah. um, their self esteem, their confidence, um, their morals. You know, that's just. And then people don't use common sense no more. Well, Everything is strictly by the book. Mm -hmm. In some professions, you have to use common sense. Absolutely. You got to do you it. You should always use common sense. All right. <laughs> I agree. No, but I mean, but you got some professions that are strictly just school, textbook. Yeah, that's true. Boom. Theory that's versus it. practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, too, is some people are so used to already being the only and getting attention for that, that uh, when they don't want to. Territorial. Quote, unquote, yeah. But that's the insecurity. Yeah. That's the insecurity in them. That's right. Absolutely. It can mm. be shared. So, you know, I think a, a good balance to this would be if more of us were in these positions. Exactly. Like we are more of us were in the positions of leadership or and stuff like that. Or create our own. Not creating our own, like you said earlier, creating our own businesses. And that's been consistently my message is to create our own businesses. And this nonprofit I'm working on, more to come about that later. That's the purpose and the goal of it is to educate our people and then help them launch with businesses yeah. and then hire ourselves, right? So R.I.P. Um, Nipsey. That was his whole R.I.P. Uh, Nipsey. Yes. His whole deal. To be honest, at sidetrack, I didn't really know him until he died a lot of people didn't yeah. okay a lot of people I wasn't, that's not unusual. i wasn't on the wave <laughs> yeah that's that's mm -hmm. not unusual but yeah. then when you when you research and google him you get upset that you didn't yeah he sounds like he was i was upset i was like what okay i heard his music why wasn't what he stood for like to the forefront but because it's not the thing that's yeah. like that man did, did that a lot yeah. they don't want to shout that's that positive right? that's, yeah, real that's positive. really positive that i was like oh my god yeah, mm. but to be a thug rapper or whatever he was, I don't know. Was he like a hip hop kind of? What was? What I, I honestly don't know. Only yeah, him was, is Lauren was. London's baby daddy. Okay, exactly. <laughs> I mean, true to you. That's all. I, and when he, I heard and, of him passing, was I was like, but "What about Lauren London?" Right, oh my goodness! I went straight to her Lauren. Instagram. I'm like, I love it. I'm so sorry. She got like another hundred. I mean, not to discredit him, but I mean, that's all I knew him as. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was worried about. He but. said, "Who? What happened to sis? <laughs> Where she at? <laughs> Where she is? I did not know that man, but R.I.P. No, his music was good too. I just felt like you know 
it took for his his passing for us to know who he you know and what he stood for like and i don't know the we, facts on it but his whole being was us like i'm talking about from start to finish everything in the community all the the businesses was he hired only felons at his store wow wow that's deep only who felons oh felons oh people who cannot get jobs that pay job. well which oh, then wow. increases the recidivism rate basically because because he if i can't if I, exactly was, if amazing. i get out of if that's i get nice. out of jail and i can't find a job I'm going back to what I know. I'm about to start slanging that stuff again. I'm going right back to jail where I know I'm going to get three square meals a day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get some gay sex. And he was like, no, 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 no. That's not what what they get. get. That's what they do at jail. That is not what they're thinking about going back there for. They might. Is that what you're thinking about when you go in there? No. Wait, I've never been to jail. (laughs) Then how do you know what they're thinking about? Because I watch TV. I watch TV. You believe everything you see on it? People like you he said he that take shit on TV <laughs> and run with it. That's part of the problem. That's that's the biggest problem right Didn't there. Didn't you say I, common sense? I also, <laughs> right. I, actually, I take that back. I read the TV. I put on the captions and I read the the, the closed captions. So they, I read TV. So, so I do know. you think The Wire is real since you watch TV? I read TV. <laughs> I don't even know what The Wire is. So there. Thank you very much. Thank you. <sighs> Um, so back to the topic. <laughs> See, I'm not about to play it, y'all. I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. So I our, can segue from TV though. So Insecure has the character Molly, right? Yeah, yeah. And Molly. this past season, she just left her white people job, but mm-hmm. black oh, firm. firm. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you know, I, that kind of resonated with me because as much as I want to uplift the culture i feel like i can make more of an impact if i'm the minority in the white space versus going to a black firm mm, explain mm-hmm. because there's not many of us there and we don't already have the voice that's why you know the fashion industry is having all these problems because nobody's calling them out so mm-hmm. for a big brand like ford we need more of us in power so they don't have necessarily a slip up or we can sell to a diverse group of customers if i necessarily leave that predominantly white space and go to a black space i still think i'll be making an impact but it's not going to be as significant yes i agree and just to point out even more about that the law firm she went to she recognized that there are a lot of things that they did not have in terms of resources that she was accustomed Mm -hmm. to with her white law firm like even the electronic document signing Uh, she said, "Where, where, where how she do I, what? how do I put this into <laughs> right. the electronic right. document signature?" She's like, "Oh, we don't have that. We just print it out and sign it and pay with, right. with our hand." Like, oh, and we we, we scanned it back into the computer. Oh, okay, you know, she was just it was like a culture shock right. to her. But I think you're right. You do you can make an impact, but then at the same time, while you're making that impact in the corporate world, whether it's legal or whatever, you're still kind of ostracized, held to higher standards, your work is scrutinized, um, the stereotypes that are what the media pretty much portrays us as, because even look at this chase in Detroit recently, like the, the last couple of days, the one that was in Sterling Heights, brown people, that further puts us behind. These people, our people don't realize how much the things they do put us back. So What happened? What so it say? was these, these young men all I know is I turned on the TV and there was a very thrilling chase going on in a helicopter following the whole thing. Like 
dude was weaving in and out of traffic and being chased by the helicopter. So he was coming from the suburbs to Detroit or something? Yeah, he came out of Sterling Heights. I think he got into Detroit. Then it was a as a result, they got out and ran and somebody stole a police cruiser or something. Wow. I did not get wow. deeply into this. Too many video because, games. Yeah. Like, what do you think you're playing here? Like, <laughs> the Grand Theft All right. Like, I was immediately mortified because I'm like, every time I see us on the news, it really frustrates me because I'm like, why? Like, why do you want to keep being on the news for something negative? Let's be like Jewel Jones. Let's be on there for something positive, for example. But they're not going to display that either. Right. So you're not going to see it. Just like Nipsey, we didn't we didn't know. They wasn't displayed. So just like these things, there are things that are going on every day, but they're going to highlight the negatives. Because those especially sexy with them being black too. Absolutely. <laughs> because it's what's expected. We expect mm-hmm. the brown people to uh be misbehaved. Act we a plum mm-hmm. fool. Act a plum fool. <laughs> and they're gonna put it out there and show right. like this is exactly why. Yeah. And this is why they will never reach mm-hmm. and attain the heights that they need to attain. But that's not necessarily true. But that's fine, because we can create our own heights in deeper depths. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like I don't even wanna I don't wanna be at the park. I don't wanna go to Bell Isle no more. It's all white. <laughs> I want my strip. Okay, with, you go with to the Rouge sounds park. and twenty six inch rims. You, you can go to Rouge. That's where all the black people oh, okay. are. Okay. That's where I wanna go. You but, want do you wanna go there? Yes. But then you go there, you might end up, oh my God, I got shot at. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. Why do we wanna shoot it all? I'll be right there. Brace yourself, fool. <laughs> No, Brace yourself. So you're going to be there with your good. I can see you like this your little short shirt on that you got on yes, last week. Okay. Showing your you stomach. Crop like, top on. Yes, she, yes, she did. You was showing out. She had a little crop. That was an and understatement. Jacquees pulled it down. Uh, Jacquees sure did pull it out. Shout out to Jacquees for pulling down her crop she top. Because she was all out there and didn't mind. And didn't I love mind. it. Body Beautiful. image is very important. I think body image is great. She has she's very secure with herself, mm-hmm. and I think that's amazing. Don't you get any ideas? I take your man. Don't you get any ideas? City girls. <laughs> for okay, your information, I can wear a crop top if I want to. You cannot wear a crop top. Free you. The athletes wore them back in the day. You're not an athlete. You don't have an athletic body. Yes, I do. <laughs> that build is not athletic. Wait a minute. That burliness. Me... Exactly. Shut up. So, so don't you wear a crop top? Honey. I'm gonna get one and I'm gonna take a picture and show it to you. Yeah. You're gonna be jealous. Okay. I don't think I'll be jealous. I'll just take a picture and show you with mine. <laughs> 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 now who'll be jealous? Not me. You would. I like your purse. Who who is that? Who what designer is that? Canal Street, New York. Canal Street, New York. Canal Street, New York is where they sell all the knockoffs. <laughs> don't come for him. Listen, don't come for the bag. Don't come for the bag. Please don't mm. come. Who's the bag? She's, it's a Birkin inspired tote. Oh, See, inspired. Birkin inspired. Like I said, <laughs> Canal Street, New York. As I said, I, I said like what it, I though. said. It's beautiful. I like it. Thank you. But it is nice. I like it too. You tried it. What's yours from? Do, this is Urban Outfitters, which is definitely more of a factor is than that. Is that tie dye? No, it's not tied oh, like This is cloth. not <laughs> exactly. That's not Kente cloth. African inspired. Huh? Mm. It's beautiful. African I love inspired. It. Inspired. Inspired. That's the key we word that, for huh? today. Inspired. <laughs> I think that I'm gonna have to make make some executive producer moves and make some changes when Winky comes to town. You not on the show, James Brandon. Go jump out the window. Don't do that to him. Why y'all defending each here. other? What? 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 Do you want to fight over this table? We can. Okay, we will fight over this table because you know I'll be. I'm always ready. I'm. I'm all. Look, we it, know. It, 
Wow. Anyway, Lori, <laughs> I'm sorry because you are not supposed to I see this. I feel like I get attacked every episode. Yeah. I feel you're like you're gonna stop attacking him though. I feel like you're Thank being you. sensitive, and I feel like you should shut up. You shut up. Continue the show. Okay. I will continue the show Thank when you. I get ready. Now I'm ready. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what was said. So our girl Ursula, she actually has some really powerful things to say about <clears throat> this whole. I guess issue with lack of brown women representation at the tops of companies. She talked about how there's lack of quality education because obviously more of our people are in actually the uh, poor neighborhoods. And so we don't have access to a lot of the resources socioeconomically. There's got the education or we have low income. So what we're focused on is survival day to day versus planning for the future. Mm. Like, you know what you had growing up or you had uh, parents that planned for the future and knew how to, but a lot of our people, didn't do that <clears throat> so there's um uh it's a survey that was done and several brown women actually responded to it and uh, what was said basically what came out of it was basically that black women often grow demoralized in the workplace um they report environments that they feel continuously uh overlooked their credentials are not acknowledged right they their accomplishment accomplishments are diminished and to pile on like the the cultural slights that they get from their non-brown counterparts, their hair, their appearance, right? Mm-hmm. Even being angry, uh, appearing to be angry, or parenting skills, right? So even if it's like verse uh, timeout versus spanking, I mean, I personally believe in spanking, but not abusively. I do believe that a little smack on the butt, not like get your ass, you know, like a little smack on the butt. I do believe in spanking. That's just my personal. It doesn't issue. work anymore. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Why not? <laughs> no, this generation, you got to, you got to, you can't do no, <laughs> no spank spank. You, you got to take, gotta take, take it back. Old school. <laughs> you got to literally yeah. whoop ass. I feel yeah. sorry mm-hmm. for your kids, Maria. Really, Listen, I can see you join. Two kids in the already middle. know. I think the generation coming up don't respect the elders. They though. don't. Mm-hmm. They, they mm-hmm. do not. They don't. It's, and it was different. I was scared we to cuss yeah. in front of elderly people. Yeah, I, I was scared to be at nah, the table with grown people. And, and listen, that living room and dining room was wasn't it cut off? Going in the room. Off wasn't that living room and dining room off limits? It was off limits. That was you like, couldn't you sit couldn't on even that go, shiny couch you with even, the plastic. You couldn't even walk you through it, okay? Don't look in there. Look, that, that floor better stay back, you. Yeah. And you <laughs> better not even have a footprint in there. If I see listen. a footprint, that's your ass. But there, like, there is no respect no now. Respect. So that, that does kind of lead into, we do kind of have to get this generation you a little bit more intellectually. You yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's the truth. Which is not necessarily healthy because to stifle a kid's intellect like that, I don't think that's the way to do it. But if your intellect is telling you to tell me, "Daddy, I hate you," I'm gonna knock you back a couple of weeks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna knock you back a couple of weeks. Know, I feel like something we do. We need to go back though. I do. We, we well, I think it's because of the way we share information. Like back in the day, we shared information through lessons, and respect was earned because I have a grandmother. That I'm going to, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a couple nights a week mm-hmm. when I need a babysitter. Yep. And Big I'm learning lessons. That's right. That's right. But now I can get information from my phone, my hip. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I don't have a connection with you because you're not really teaching me anything. So why should I respect yeah, you? Yeah, when I am going to grandma's house, I'm not looking at my phone the whole time. Right? Well, we don't mm-hmm. have real grandmas no more. Grandma is like 33. <laughs> oh, true. true. Mm-hmm. To be fair. No, seriously. Shout out to like, the young grandma. They forty eight. I ha- I have a real. She's ninety three. I have a real grandmother. Like 
Yeah, my a granny real was nana, like, 89 when she passed away. Yeah. She was that was my grandparents are real they shout out to my grandparents. They don't make grandparents like that no more. Yeah. They don't. Mm-hmm. She and at the, the club with the grandkids. Oh, okay. <laughs> Still Twerking out there. Okay. That's going to be you. Having a twerking wow. contest. That's going to okay. be Maria Renee. That's going to be Maria Renee. <laughs> <laughs> with her crop top With her crop top. With her grandkids at the club. Wow. I can see that. Please disinvite no. me from that event. Thank you. I don't want no kids in this ghetto earth. I don't want to be part of it. <laughs> I'm good. I, I don't want to be part of it. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just kind of how even we're judged in the corporate in the corporate America, even as black brown women, just the parenting skills and like um, it's often a I don't know. Tell me if you guys have had this, but kind of a strained relationship with your white counterpart, white female counterparts. Has that ever been an issue for either, like anybody? Yeah. For you women? They sleep. They can sleep around and get to the top. We got to bust our behind. And mm. I, 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 and these are facts. <laughs> oh. These are these are for sure Where's facts. Where's the receipt? Bo- bodies is being used. Bodies is being used. Okay. But we, on the other hand, we got to go to school, prove, cry, Stress, do papers and lose hair. Babysit the the manager kids and <laughs> okay, it go down. That, absolutely, and that that's kind of jacked up. Have you ever had an issue like that where you have some strength? Because I mean, I know you work in a male dominated field, so there may not be a lot of females in that. But so most of the women in my field um, are admins, um, so it's kind of hard to get that sisterly support just across racial divides. Um, Do you think you would get it if they were in your realm? I think I would, but in my organization, so we travel a lot. Like, usually I'm on the road, like, 85%, 90% of the time. So it's not really made for a woman and a family. My organization isn't very forgiving to somebody who's like, hey, I'm going to put my children first, and guess what? I'm not going to work 16 hours. Pretty much. That's what they say is pretty much. Or you need to be at home with the family. Maybe you need a smaller role. We're not going to give you this project, even though you should have earned it, because we know you want to be home with the kids. So I know for me personally, I like to keep a little bit of a barrier in between my personal life and what I'm doing, uh, especially when it comes to my family and work like people will talk about their I don't have any children right now but people will talk about like their kids and what they're doing on the weekend and normally I be are very closed off about what I'm doing what's going on with my family just because I don't want somebody to think oh in the back of my mind I can't give Lori this project because she's got this going on with her family exactly mm-hmm. and so, it, it's exacxerbated by the fact mm-hmm. that you're a brown woman I believe because yeah. I know you be turning up I know that <laughs> you know, she, she was turned last night. She, she, told, us. she, she told us. She is turned this morning. <laughs> in, a full, in a full she said, give me two shots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 She be looking at them like, if only you knew. Right. <laughs> I, I, well, for the last three years, I've been in a grad program. So, Ford, uh, basically, one of my old supervisors nominated me for engineering management master's. Nice. And nice. when Ford says, hey, I'm giving you this master's tuition for you, kind of say, okay, when do you need me to be in exactly. class? That's a coin. Yeah. Right. That's so amazing. Congratulations. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, she finna get another coin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Ooh. I haven't really been able that to like up. let my hair down necessarily. So the times that I do, I don't know what's going on with this month, but getting 30 under 30 um, and just being able to be at the black tie events and going to the National Society of Black Engineers Conference which was in Detroit last week it's just been very like uplifting to see you know yes, see my people yes I want to be around bouginess yes <laughs> where was you at uh, 
put my pinky in the air. What you say? What you say? Where were you at? <laughs> we was all in the city. You're going to have to invite us because we don't yes. have access to that. Well, I'm going to put my I, good bra on and I'm going to have my girdle on. You just going to have a bra on in the first yes. place. Then. Right. Wait a minute. Okay. Let me see something. Is this? Oh, no, it's a sports bra. Oh, okay, I'm looking um, at this. That's like, a start. Barely there. See, okay. That's why I like that. That's you didn't see all on social media that you know it was fifteen thousand black engineers, you know, suited and booted on it. Jefferson, you know, walking to and through Kobo, and we could turn up at night and yes, be in the they meetings. Yes, they got four one Ks and pictures. Yeah, y'all like <laughs> on social media last week. Yes. Oh, God. I love that. Oh, I would have loved that. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. You know, I was thinking about going back for my master's in engineering, but then I started looking at the coursework like, no, nah, I'm just going to just not do that because it takes a special kind of person and I'm not that guy. Yes, you are. Right. Don't no, you can, you can do anything. anything. You can put your mind to it. You put your mind it's not about, wait, 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 wait. You better wait, say, wait, you better you say that. Hey, he you... gave you a compliment. That's the first one this show. Wait, who, him? Oh, I, I'm so used to not hearing. I even hear it. What you say? <laughs> see there? What you when say? I, I see, when, even, I, tr- when so... I try to be nice to you, when I try to be nice to you, it gets I'm sorry. It's not recognized because I'm so used to hearing negativity. So I don't uplift you? Of course you do. Oh, don't, 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 hey, don't have hey. to be. Don't you do You don't know you're the wind beneath his wings? <laughs> don't do that. Okay. I wouldn't say all that now. Come yes, on. I am. <laughs> what I was trying to say, for y'all to go in on me, what I'm really trying to say is it's not that interesting to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get a degree and spend a lot of money for something that's not as interesting to me. Yeah, the coin is there, but sometimes you got to work for what's not the coin. I've been you there. You really just want to fly a plane. See, that's it. I can't, I can't, be, coin, airplane I can't pilot. be coin Please like get that. this man a soul plane. Yeah. I'm not coin driven. I'm mm-hmm. I'm more about what you're makes happiness. me happy. That's right. Yeah. Because your blood pressure goes up. You get mm-hmm. you know you have to do something that's gonna drive you. That's gonna make you happy. Engineering is great. Shout out to my sister Larie for doing it. All the people I know, you know, everybody who's doing who is an engineer, but it just didn't appeal to my sense of. I like media. I like yeah. acting. I like music. I like how can business. We, quick question: how, how do we appeal engineering to our brown children? Well, we have to one yeah. make it aware. Like sometimes it is the coin that attracts it because I came out of college making over sixty thousand dollars. Damn! Can I borrow five dollars? Right. <laughs> Come on, coin. I ain't got What's nothing on me. Coins. You got cash there? But I mean, so I went to a I went to a high school, and the first thing they wanted to know was how much money I make, what car I drive, and it's like because I'm an engineer, I can do all these things. Yeah. And like. Engineering is one of those fields where you don't have to actually have extra years on before you start making your money. Like when you become a doctor, you need your residency. Mm-hmm. When you become a lawyer, mm-hmm. you got to go to law school. Like engineering is one of the okay four to so five I years <laughs> I can make money. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be up there. I'm be close. Right. So we need to show kids that this is an option. Like you know, it's yeah. not just STEM. Yeah, because if it ain't basketball and and rapping, they. They're not feeling it. Yeah, nope. but the other thing too is everybody needs an engineer. Even basketball, technology, TVs, like sound you, engineers. Right, sound yeah. engineers. You always need an engineer. So it's like, hey, maybe you don't have the talent and God given talent to play basketball, but that doesn't mean you can't be on TV or be an executive producer. Like, and having that STEM background is okay. You know how to solve problems. Like, I want you on my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And that kind of it's actually a good segue because you talked about you can make the money. But as a brown woman overall in the United States, based on this research, there was um, there's not a whole lot of wiggle room for women, black brown women, because like 
their data. So data from St. Louis Federal Reserve shows that the typical black family um, has about an eleven thousand net worth compared to one hundred thirty four thousand net worth of white families. Right. And then ninety one thousand for Asian, fourteen thousand for Hispanic. So um, (laughs) we're at the absolute bottom in terms of net worth. And so while we constantly uh, we're burdened with being on guard all the time to try to figure out how to make these. That that was one of the things, even though I'm not a brown woman, as a brown man, I had to deal with that in my former job. I was trying to figure out how to make these people happy. Why are they attacking me? Why is it it's very clear to me that they are absolutely against me and out to get me? And I'm not a victim, but I definitely knew and felt that they were out to get me. And I'm trying to figure out what do I need to do? So on top of worrying about my job and doing a stellar job that I was doing, um, I had to figure out how to try to appease these people and it just didn't work out, right? So um, it, it, it's it's stressful. It's a very stressful, stressful situation to be in, especially especially being in a male-dominated industry like you. And you, I think there's probably more women, but then like you said, you got the women who, are, who look like you. Well, they're not white, but they are uh, brown women who re- do the reverse racism thing and mm-hmm. then they treat you like shit. So that's kind of stressful. Mm-hmm. But you brought up the wealth thing. Um, One of the things that I learned after I joined forward, I wish I knew it before I joined forward, was negotiation. Negotiation of salary. Like, one of the reasons why there is a gender pay disparity is because usually women are so ample to accept that first offer instead of pushing back and saying, well, what more, more can you give it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because we, mm. we already know that we don't belong. So subconsciously, we're like, oh, my goodness, thank you for noticing Let me. me. Into the pile, right. Yeah, group, yeah. And I'll make it up once I get in there instead of saying, hey, you know, I have other offers on the table. Can you make this sweeter? Like, yeah. And have actual other offers. Bring letters like this is an offer letter from here. They're offering me 15000 right. more than you are. So I, I've never taken a job where I didn't ask for more money. And if you don't want to give me more money, can I have more vacation time? Right. Then when you say no to both of those, then well, well can I'll I be- have some different type of benefits? I'll never forget. I had just uh, at my old company, shout out to NSK. I just uh, made myself a promotion, basically. And I was going good there. I was going to get all of these benefits. And then Ford called my name and I got the offer letter from Ford. So then I went right down to my HR department was like hey I just got this offer letter and I need to let them know in a couple weeks like what I'm gonna do can you match this I prefer not to leave because I've built such a great rapport and they were like well we can't match it so I said well I gotta go yeah absolutely I gotta go because my coin important (laughs) absolutely Mm -hmm. and that's true yeah I mean I left I was a bank manager for a local bank and I was there for a year but in that year I made some great great strides I did a great job for that bank um and they put me in a very urban area, I guess because I could handle it. I remember that. I was I over there. That. Yeah, I went that to the grocery store right into next like door. Five times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not five times. <laughs> he called me. He's like, "Oh my, the window is shattered again." Oh, damn. <laughs> I remember that. Wait, he he literally parked it right in the supermarket with him though, <laughs> and it still got shattered. I don't understand. Next to the music play, like, yes. Oh so I literally parked my car in front mm-hmm. of my window to my office so I could. In his office. It. it was literally in his office. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And they 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 just broke into my car, and I was like, "Damn!" And mind you, it wasn't the other people; it was us that was, was breaking into his car. Right, and I don't know why. So it's kind of like okay. So even in this turmoil, this situation, I still 
and when I left to go into automotive, because again, I was making a certain amount, and then it was t- my offer from automotive was twenty thousand more. I'm like, shit, yeah. Like I I left, and that branch was at one hundred and twelve percent. Like that was at the end of the year, one hundred and twelve percent. I kicked ass that year. You know, I led the fuck out of that branch, and it's like now. It, well, let me ask you this: At which point does it? Um, if you are at a job for six months, three months, six months, should you leave? You get a higher offer? Should you be like, oh yeah, you know they gave you a chance, they gave you an opportunity, but now this other job comes along and says, like, we want to pay you twenty thousand more. Do you leave? Absolutely, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm always in the position to grow and Amen. learn more and push myself harder. Yeah, I can't. Yeah go further if I'm if I'm still in this realm and y'all not mm. willing to but what if you go and it's bad then you have to have the relationships where you can come back yeah so I mean, don't just don't give a two week notice and keep in touch with you know your right, but I mean that's the thing like everybody's driven about the money but what if it's like you go over there and the responsibilities are shit and it's like but that's all a part of pushing yourself though mm. I mean, I can see that. I mean, I had a relationship. So I have a relationship with a couple of the executives from my old company. And they said, like, we really love you. We hate to see you go. If you need to come back, like, it's a mm-hmm. phone call away. So you create a relationship. You yeah. don't try to leave On and, burn, yeah, yeah. and burn bridges. Burn bridges yeah. But it's kind of like, hey, I see myself growing. I always do a self-reflection about every six months. And I say, okay, this is how much money I believe that I'm worth making. And so if that number comes across my table, then I have to say something. I'm not just going to turn it down just for company loyalty. Mm-hmm. True. Because yeah. their corporation is going to keep increasing. Oh, yeah. Whether you're there or not. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, just, you know, because you start, because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I feel loyal to them because they gave me a chance and maybe, maybe I shouldn't or maybe I should, whatever. But then, honestly, the coin is what talks to me. The money is what talks to me, especially if a company is getting my talent, time, and energy and to increase theirs yeah to and i have a very big skill set i mean i've made a lot of money in automotive and i was managing quite a big operation so if you're getting my time and talent you will not give me more money you will not offer me more benefit to this than listen okay i'm fair game for whomever wants me on the market so looking back what have you taken what have you taken that job regardless of the money like take the money aspect out of it what have you would have went to the other job for the automotive company mm-hmm Yes, because it was like a legacy thing for me because my uncle had retired from there. My grandpa had retired from there and both of these yes, men. Yes, lineage. Uh, okay. Shout out Uncle Quincy. Shout out Grandpa. Hey, um, um, They are two very important men in my life. Um, grandpa passed away. Uncle still kicking as always and <laughs> being the silly stuff. I love my uncle. Uh, he's since retired, but he is, you know, these men are amazing to me. So for me to, they were in the UAW and I was on the management side, but for me to be able to go there and kind of, you know, increase my family legacy and so yeah this is the company we're going to work for because it's a family thing i love that 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 appealed to me so taking the money out of it i probably would still went there because i also i love cars i mm. do enjoy cars and the benefit of having a company car was great you know mm. it was mm. wonderful speak right? on it right mm. it's the one with unlimited miles Woo. and mm. you wouldn't let insurance. me drive it but you know it's cool I I would not this let... company rules against that <laughs> yes, it's, thank don't you don't nobody gonna thank know nobody gonna know something happens it's company rules but no so happen. even if Ford had offered me the number it was more I saw even though it's not that many I saw more people in the C-suite that yeah. look like me. I worked for a Japanese company before, and they were either all Japanese and maybe like 
three white men on their board of directors. So if I want to become on their board of directors one day, I knew it was going to be very hard for me to fully advance there. Yeah. Yeah, So I got to go somewhere where at least it's a few more people that look like me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I would have. I would have still gone. You should have, I would have still gone. Because it's important, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and then it's really important, too, to find somebody, especially as a brown person, particularly a brown woman, find somebody who's in your corner. Do you guys have someone that's in your corner like that can actually vouch for you, push for you, fight for you? Because the, thing, the things that hurt us are the conversations that we don't have access to. Behind closed doors, those are the conversations because it's kind of like, okay, People could be saying something about you. There could be somebody out to get you, somebody out to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And there's they have the ear of a director or a VP, and they're saying these things behind closed doors because they have access to do so. And you don't have, you won't see it coming. That's literally what happened to me. I had no idea that I was uh, being attacked until it was too late. Right. So. Um, yeah, I do, but unfortunately, they're not brown. Well, I don't think that's unfortunate. That's not unfortunate. I don't think that's unfortunate. That's not unfortunate. I think that's great. I have I some think they people should in my be brown. I mean, you want your brown counterparts to have some champions for you, but you also want because it's, sometimes it comes easier for you to talk to like. So I have you know three white males who are directors and VPs, and they can be in conversations that I'm not privy to, and it's okay because they have a reputation because they're white. Like, you have to have that. Like, especially when you're in a corporate environment where black people don't really have the power. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I do have my black Mm -hmm. counterparts, but I also have my Caucasian champions who will ride for me. Yes, ride. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. I I agree. I agree. And I did not. I had at the at the end of my career, there was a um, director, a brown man. um, Let's say the pause of your career because it ain't over. Come on, F. It ain't over. Mm, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Did you feel that? Mm. I think Ooh, my career shy. my career now is this podcast. I mean, I have a, I have a nine to five. I'm a transit supervisor. Um, but this my career is this podcast. My career is entrepreneurship for all the things I have I'm working towards. So I think that. I was moved by God, the universe, or what have you, so that yes, I could yes, actually did. get to where I'm supposed to be. Because mm. my goal and my purpose, I know, is to help my people. Right. But know, yeah. just because you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean that you can't play in the corporate space. I can. Yeah, right. So don't limit yourself. That's you know, what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not. That's why it was just a pause on that route. Yeah, that's true. That's right, true. Because you're going to hook a brother up and get me into four. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. I do what I can. Nepotism, I do what I can. Nepotism. Um, but that's deep. Okay, so that's good. So um, having someone in your corner. Yeah, and that there was a director who was trying to get me out of the department I was in because he literally said to me, that department that you're in is very racist. I almost went there years ago and I was told not to because there is a racist undertone and you got to get out of there. He was working on getting me out of there to help me out. But how about this? What about when you have people who are in positions of power and they are, they look like you, but they're not trying to help you out. They're kind of like, oh, well, you know, I know that you have someone in your life like this who they, they have some access, but they don't necessarily want to help. We won't put that on who that person is but I just want to put that out there you know who I'm talking about of course and do you mean do you mean to you don't know who I'm talking about no I'm not no okay. mm-hmm. all right so I'm only thinking of the person that does help me 
because I don't think about the people that don't help okay. me. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's so, okay. right. Don't he be we saying some to... deep, profound stuff? He don't say a whole lot, but he be talking about some profound <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what about you those who, that, James. Who, okay. who don't help? Who about the people who actually don't help you? They're like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Okay, well, I'll keep my ears open or, you know, send me your resume. It's like an empty promise. That really irritates me because when I can help somebody, I'm going to help somebody. I'm going to make sure I push it to the max. I'm going to, like, one That my, shouldn't irritate you. Because it shouldn't. Because once you no. get there, they're going to be the main ones. I I saw it in you all along. But you didn't help. I know you could do it, girl. It just <laughs> took some time. Sometimes, I mean, things, sometimes they just don't want to do it because they had to work for it themselves. Yes. Well. Right. Why lend you a hand? I oh, Perry, to, come I on. I had to work Come myself. on now. You better speak on it I today. I, I had to get this job Ooh, on my yes. own without anybody's help, without yes. anything else. And you yes. think I'm about to pull you up? I'm, That's it's a, not oh, happening. No. It's not happening. What do you think about that? Is that good or bad? I mean, it's, it's, it's good. From your it's, perspective. It's good. That's good that they want you to. Absolutely it's good. It's good when they want you to work for yourself. It's going to put right. fire under your yeah. ass. Please. It's going to make that. you work even harder. Like, Absolutely. Oh, you won't help me out? I'm going to show you that I can that. still do it. Oh, yes. I, I, I disagree. Here's oh, okay. why. Here's why. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Because I think that everybody needs a little help sometimes. But your help, Amen. you don't have to question, though. Right. You don't have. you. It, when it's for you, it's for yeah. you. I it agree is, with that. But if someone has the ability to hand you something Mm-mm. it's okay I'm not, nothing, nothing let, me, well, let, me, let me say this it's not it's not handed to you but for example i went to u of m there's a whole alumni net, network and if someone in the alumni network which uh, most happen to be non-brown people so that's a little that's a whole other topic but um if they were to hand me a job and say hey we know you're out of work we're gonna help you out here's a apply for this job it's may not be as much as you're used to making but here here's a job for you so you can make your bills that would not be a bad thing. Yeah, I, I, I personally applied for a whole lot of jobs after I lost my job, and I could not find anything. But everybody not you, and everybody not on that wave. Right. Yeah. So but what's wrong with somebody handy? Mi- it's not going to miss you, though. That's not no, something that yeah. you're going to miss. So you're saying that it happens the way it's supposed it, to happen. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I was supposed to be here. Huh? You were supposed to be here. I, I, I mean, agree, but I'm saying, I still think that in general, I think that we should help each other. Like literally, all of us brown people. There's should a difference be, between helping and just basically giving. I think you're looking for a give at that point because no. you're like, hey, you know, nobody's helping me out when I'm supposed to. You, you see know. that I'm doing I this. I'm, but see, I I'm struggling. But I think there's a difference between this. giving and not deserving. Like there yeah. could be an opportunity that you have gifted, but it's like. I deserve this opportunity because I have, I have the, the education. I have the credentials. Right, so I'm going to put you experience. in a position to do something where you might not have been selected. I think that's so awesome. I, I think that's that's what I'm saying. Like I, you need. I that. don't want nobody to, yeah. to to hand me or, or or feel as though I deserve or don't deserve anything. Whatever that, that's supposed to be, I want it to be because it it was meant specifically for me. Right. Looking at I don't your, like actually that. your credentials. I, I don't. I don't like. Don't. Well, mm. Nay. I I really feel like you. Should have this. This is for. Right. I don't care about how you feel. I know you're down you on thought. your luck. Let me go ahead no, 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 and just no, no, no. you well, know. Not necessarily like, not down necessarily on your luck, but like I like I alluded to earlier, there's some doors that have been open for me because I've been Joe Brown's daughter. Yeah. But and I think I've that's also perfect. come to the table and backed it up with the work, your skill set. So it's not mm-hmm. that oh, just because she's Joe Brown's daughter, she got this position. I've also proved it. 
that's one of the reasons why I actually interned at Chrysler first and I didn't want to work at Ford because I didn't want to be in his shadow. Right. But then once I found out that now I have name recognition with vice presidents that somebody of my complexion wouldn't have at this stage in their career, Absolutely. it was definitely an advantage. Right. So it's, you know, it's a gift, but I'm going to prove to you that I deserve it. Thank you. For I want to make my own name. I don't want to prove nothing. I, don't, I want to make my own name. See, I don't you mind. You just got to just, you, if uh, you don't see it, you don't see it, they ain't going to do it with me. That's your, yeah, that's your think, thing. I some people got to be led to the light. Some people got to be led to the light. And I work hard. So if someone wants yeah. to help me, I'll, I'll take the help. Thank you. Thank you for help because I'm going to get there, but just to give me a little boost, like even the nonprofit that I'm working. I just don't want you to ever say that I. Oh, I was the reason for. I don't give a damn was, what somebody says. Like, I, if, me personally, I just don't like all. I don't like. All. If somebody has that's a Leo that to say, pride, I don't. That's fine. That must be. Yeah. You Leo? Yes, no. I'm a Leo too. To my heart, I don't like. I don't she like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I don't mind. Don't give to me. Give I me mean, a my younger, life. my younger self probably would have been like, eh, but I've seen you know nepotism and favorites mm-hmm. and people get gifts and it's like, well, why I can't get mine? Because I already know what I'm bringing to the table. And at the same time, once I get into that position of power, I am gonna reach back. Like I'm mm-hmm. already reaching back now. It's not gonna stop when I'm becoming executive. Right. Yeah. I get it, mm-hmm. that, that, but that position hit different when you get it yourself versus it you really know, do. versus you knowing somebody that it knows really somebody do. that helps mm-hmm. you get in. Yeah. It just it just hits, it just hits different. <laughs> Kylie now she's a billionaire, self-made. Now she we talked about this. Sus is self-made. We talked about this. That's what she's she not, said. Okay, <laughs> she's not self-made. We, she sus said she she I saved my money. And I and I and I saved and I got to where I was because I saved the money that my parents gave me. Again, her mm. sister's vagina. Her sister's vagina. We go in there. We, we go in there. That's all I'm gonna again. say. I'm gonna leave it. No, I'm not going back. I'm not going back again. down that road. I'm not. I'm not. We done. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm just not. Okay. Um, so to close out this conversation, I think this was a great conversation, Larry. What would you say to our brown women? Oh yes. Um who are in a corporate environment, what would you say are some, maybe a, a couple of tips and hits and tricks to kind of help them navigate and be as successful as possible? Oh, this is going to be good. Spot. This is going to be good. <laughs> Come up to the mic. Let me, let me just mind. I got to hear this. I guess you just have to find your allies and find your champions and find your sponsors. And then you also have to work outside of your organization, outside of, Um, your core organization and just have sounding boards like I have mentors that don't work for Ford so they have no like trajectory on my career at Ford that I'm like hey this situation happened I'm not sure what to do or hey I need to make this move but I'm not sure how to approach my boss about it like you know if you want uh, increasing salary or if you just need some time off like how do you do that but you don't feel like you can you don't want to put somebody in your organization on the spot. Absolutely. So having those sponsors and having those champions, especially the champions that don't look like you, that are already invited to the room because they look like everybody else in that room and they can have drinks at the country club and your name be brought up in a positive light is definitely something that you you got to put yourself out there all the time. Absolutely. Mm. That was awesome. Laurie, I am so grateful to you for being here. Will you come back? Yes. Yay. There's more to talk about. There's so much more to talk about. Yeah. Um, so listen, if you have any thoughts about this, um, hit us up, eat cornbread and caviar at gmail.com or and actually follow us on uh, at eat cornbread and caviar on Instagram. Um, now for the positive vibe to close us out. So 
I haven't quite gotten around to watching this movie, but it's called A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, Auntie Oprah's on there. I did not see it yet. And then I, I had to take my niece to see it. Like, look at us represented. On I the love big screen. that. Yes, the Indian woman, the brown woman, right? So, Auntie Oprah's in there. I know uh, Marie Renee's uh, a little mad at Auntie Oprah right now because of the whole Michael we're not, Jackson we're thing. We're not talking right now. <laughs> you, you and Auntie Oprah not talking. No, I'm not feeling her right now. Well, Auntie Oprah said. Well, something. before all of that, like just seeing her on the screen, yeah. like 80 foot, like she came out. I don't want to give too much away, but she came out and she was larger than life. Yeah, we see her on a color purple. She did <laughs> larger than life. What color? The color purple. The color purple. I'm saying she wasn't. You know, she wasn't rough looking. She just looked so majestic. Like if God was, you know. A, a form, woman. like a form that we could actually see. That's what Oprah looked like, and they did a wonderful job with the makeup and the costumes. And she not feeling all right. Maria, really not feeling. You know, because you know, me and um, Auntie Oprah, we talked the night before that premiered, and I was encouraging her because she was kind of concerned about how she would look. And I was like, "You look great, bitch. You sick, name whatever, blah blah blah." So oh. that's what our conversation the night before. But that's great. That's uh, great. 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 The um, so I haven't quite gotten around to seeing that movie just yet, but there was something very influential, something that really touched me in that movie when Oprah said that she said, "Be wary of being offered everything you want by those in a position to take everything you have." Mm, she would know <clears throat> that was powerful. <clears throat> I guess to wrap it up and say is that never let anyone have you so wrapped up in the things, whether they're material or even figurative things, and you are not an individual, you are not free, don't let anybody trap you in bondage to, such that they can actually take everything away from you, pull the rug from under you. Mm-hmm. Be an individual, be uh, bold about it, don't give anybody that power. Okay, So that's the positive vibe for the day. I Closing mean. comments. It was beautiful. That was nice. That was great. That I mean, that honestly, when I saw that, I started crying because this actually after I lost my job, and I was just, I was just like, oh my god, that is so true. <laughs> but that's deep for me, very <laughs> deep. He was not crying. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Are we? Are we gonna? Are we going to really close out on this negativity? No. no I mean, that, that was good. That was good. You definitely have to create your own parachute. You do. You do. Thank you. I don't like you, yellow but one. But they cry. I don't like <laughs> you, <laughs> Prince. <laughs> okay. Anyway, close the comments. We're going to start mm. with Maria. Yeah, this was good. I, I, come you say on, that corporate. every time. <laughs> Because it was, you don't think it was good? It was great. It was great. It was great. Yes. <laughs> great. <laughs> great. It's, it's and more importantly, I think um, it's it's awesome to hear how you moving and shaking in, in the corporate world. Thank and you. I, and I'm hoping that our brown girls, if they are listening, that you can do. You don't have to be laying on your back. And say when she again. say sponsorship, she ain't talking about Uncle Elroy bringing you three hundred dollars <laughs> every other week. She not talking about that. Oh, that's not what she. That's meant. not no. Oh. That's not what she talking about. Oops, that's not okay. what she's talking about. Oh, I just wanted to reiterate that. <laughs> Uncle Elroy. Okay. You don't have to do that, sus. I hate you so much for that. Okay. Okay, uh, James. Um. <laughs> You knew this was was coming So there's no reason why you shouldn't be prepared I know, I know Um, I just want to say I want everyone to continue to be unapologetically themselves Yes It is the the easiest way to live You might not feel like you're going to get anywhere being yourself Or you might not get that job But 
you will get it. Just continue to be yourself. Amen. Preach, preacher. <laughs> take your time. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> Winky. Oh, gosh. By the way, Winky is Perry. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, but Winky is Perry. I can only call him Winky, but go ahead, Winky. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, I think I just have to piggyback off of him. Like, yes, definitely be yourself. I mean, it's it's hard, but it's 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 necessary. We'll just say that. Absolutely. It's it's definitely necessary. Don't be don't try to conform to something that's not you. Like mm-hmm. putting on this face and everything else just for them, it's not necessary. Like cold switching. Cold yeah, switching is not, no, yeah. no, not necessary. It, it it is erect, but it's necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I did that with the words Ooh. hard erect. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> I did that. Okay, that was stupid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> Thank no, you for no, that. No. And last but completely not least, my sister. Yes. Oh, my brother. I would just like to thank you. This is my first podcast. I okay. had such a great yeah. time. Yeah. We popped your podcast, Cherry on Corbett I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to say that. As soon as I said my first, I was like, you going to say, pop your cherry. <laughs> but I'm just, you know, so happy and so proud of like the growth that I'm seeing and hearing. I definitely listen to the podcast and you're definitely yes, sharing it. So, yes, okay. I had to do my research. What was your favorite one? Which the one, one from your... last week, Trapped in the Closet. But I wasn't about to come up here. <laughs> come on now. You got to be prepared. I wasn't about to come up here not knowing nothing yes. about the show. Yes. Like, you know, I'm binge listening okay. on the way here. Like, all right, make sure. Like, just in case they ask you about selling your soul to the devil. Okay. <laughs> so I'm saying, yeah, but I'm just very grateful to, you know, fellowship with you guys I think this is definitely the oh yeah new, we enjoyed you yeah for definitely sure. the new alternative media is for us to be speaking out because clearly oh we the need it. mainstream media is we need it basically paying their own narrative mm-hmm. but podcasts like this one is definitely changing that narrative yeah. absolutely thank you and we will have you back because there's so much more to talk about we're going to be bringing uh, our friend to the show Jacquees Purefoy back and we're going to talk about women's rights so I think that might be Ooh. a great there you go here we go <laughs> so that's going to be coming up in a couple it's of weeks time. so I'll make sure we reach out to you I'm grateful for you being here this is awesome Yes. And let's be more intentional about seeing each other because I've not seen you in person in since we graduated. I graduated no, in 2010. You've seen me in person since we graduated. It's just been a while. It's because I remember when you worked for the bank and okay. I remember seeing you and I remember like taking you home one time. Mm. You and some gentleman caller. <laughs> Was that when your car got messed up again? <laughs> when they robbed you? I don't know. Was I out Ubering or something? I don't remember. See, I was, was I drunk? Was I drunk? You, I mean, you were inebriated, but okay. wasn't drunk. I was uh, say that, but you looked good. And well, I said, thank Look you, at you. Thank you for taking care. This of This was brother. before you became a dog dad. So okay, okay. You so. know, uh, after you graduated, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank before you for then. shout out to the cheering. I'm, I'm really looking sitting here thinking, of who was I with? You was a slur. It's too many to think about. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he older we now. We all have a past. He older now, and he he and he in tune with his spirituality. And I mean, he wasn't that significant because I don't remember his name. So boom. You, you are not a significant individual whomever you were because I don't remember either but listen mm. to the podcast subscribe okay <laughs> whomever like you are like and share thank you we appreciate that thank you for taking care of your brother and we will be back with you soon so um, listen folks it's me Ramon I want to thank you for listening today thank you to my guests co-hosts my best friend Winky my guest on the show my sis Laree and my producers shout out again to Brian for being here but not mic'd up but he's been sitting here and nodding and kind of getting involved in the what, conversation what did you think about it? 
He said he, it was he good. He said it was good. He said it was good. Okay. He said he's being nice. We'll see. Is he being nice? He being nice. He mean it. He mean it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, please, guys, please, please, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It literally costs you nothing but a few seconds of time. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. I'm going to get you set up on Spotify before you go. Yeah, because uh, I don't know how to scroll, subscribe. <laughs> so I got to search every time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to get you set up. <laughs> but you're and, the only one named Cornbread and Caviar, so it's pretty boom. easy. That's, that's great. That's, it's an a, a old white man with an album, though, named Yeah, Cornbread I saw and that. Caviar. I was yeah. like, who is this? I tried to listen to it. I couldn't get it. He was like, oh, you with them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I don't know him. We don't, I don't know him. We don't, we don't know that man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, folks, help us out. Share us out. Um, again, want to connect with us, please follow us at Eat Corn, Bread and Caviar on Instagram. Hit us up at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com. We take the good, the bad, the ugly. We take everything. Just give us something to talk about. And with that, we appreciate you and we are out. to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.